and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tankar, your bartender in the OSR. This is a Friday. This means that Rachel and I are going to give you an episode of Gamer's Health. So, just so you know, we started recording this and we stopped because I don't know medical terms for shit. And Rachel knows enough about medical terms to uh, know that I don't know shit. But doesn't mean that she gets it right either, so we kind of confuse ourselves. But here's the deal. We just wanted to be sure that we were the most informed as possible. Right. So I was informed by my regular cardiologist on Tuesday after seeing him. He basically said uh, when I first saw him back in May, uh, when I probably went into the office weighing about 285, 290, with all that water weight, could barely walk, could barely breathe, he thought for sure. Uh, after my echocardiogram, that I was going to need a pacemaker or, um, what was the other one? Uh, uh, a defibrillator. A defibrillator. And uh, that's probably also why they wanted to get me the life vest. Yes, that's exactly why. Okay. So, lo and behold, here I am a few months later, uh, no longer hitting those scales at 292, 293. I'm now about 213. My normal weight was always around, probably around 240, 245, so I've lost weight. And uh, he was saying to me, I didn't quite understand everything, but he was saying that my muscles, my heart muscles, had gone into shock, as he, as he explained it to me. They'd gone into shock probably when I got sepsis, when I had my pneumonia and sepsis. Mm. My heart muscles went into shock, and uh, the, the stents... I guess relieved enough of the initial work that the the heart all of a sudden woke up and came back to life, as he put it, and appears to be operating as a healthy heart. So my doctor today, who I saw, was going over my my recent records. Uh, he happens to uh, specialize in, of all things, uh, radiation therapy. Uh, he was like, "Oh, you had uh, cardiomyositis," and I. I had to, like, when I left the appointment, I had to go to my phone and look this shit up <laughs> and find out, because I knew I wasn't going to remember anything uh-huh. that, that came close to it. Have it in your history, be ready, right? <laughs> uh, and apparently, myositis on its own is when your body gets an infection, viral, bacterial, whatever, and the body starts to kind of shut down, kind of what happens when you get sepsis. Yeah. And you have trouble doing a lot of things. Your muscles can't handle stuff. Um, and sometimes it can take days, weeks, even months in severe cases to recover from it. But your body generally does recover from it. In my case, the muscles that got affected. And you know what? I couldn't walk from one end of the house to the other. So it could have been more than just my heart was suffering. But it was cardiomyositis. And uh, he said from reading my my uh, my chart, my information from a recent hospitalization because it looks like your heart is doing perfectly well. Yes, you were dehydrated and had low blood pressure and you probably had looking at this because your, your blood sugar was probably, you know, dipping down a lot too. He also said, which confirmed what my uh, heart failure specialist also agreed with, he said, that the blockage in my left carotid uh, was due to the radiation treatment, which was on my left. Uh, it was 
the chest area and my left neck. That's where they had my three tumors. Uh, the left neck, that was the one that I initially knew about. That's the one that blew up on me. Um, he goes, that was definitely from the radiation. He's seen it happen before. What he hadn't seen before, but he'd heard about and read about, was that the right carotid or the second carotid artery was able to uh, compensate fully. He goes, uh, other times he has seen this, they've had to operate, and as he put it, it's not an operation that you want to have because the operation itself gives you a stroke. Yes, exactly. He goes, so you do such severe blood because it's like it's a hundred percent blockage. Right. So, so they probably refuse it. Yeah. So he goes, uh, the fact that your other carotid has has compensated and he goes, and you're perfectly normal goes, it he goes, that is awesome. He goes, You're 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 doing well and you're helping yourself. And when I say when I say that I'm helping myself when I was hospitalized, my blood sugar was 9.2 at the A1C. Mm -hmm. uh, it's down to 6.6. 6. Uh, I think it's down to 6.3, 6 6.4. Uh, since I started taking the Jardians last week, Jardians is a pill that I'm taking instead of the three times a day Humalog insulin. Uh, it makes you basically pee out the sugars. It also protects your heart. So, folks, this isn't going to be an episode where I talk recipes. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, and then I'm going to pass this over to Rach, because we have something to talk about with Rach today. But uh, when I had Hodgkin's, I was at work, and over lunch, my neck swelled up on my left side. Literally, over, over, my, over lunch. And I was wearing... Uh, a golf shirt, and I wanted to button it up the golf shirt to kind of hide the the goida, as my friend Michelle called it. And uh, the goida, the goida, the, the the swelling. Oh, okay, yeah, in your neck, you get goiters when you have a thyroid problem, right? Yes, so Protrusion. yeah, so <laughs> I literally took weeks to see a doctor because I didn't have a GP at the time. You know, you went to a doctor if you were deathly ill. Otherwise, you sucked it up, buttercup. Uh, and my friend Kenny sent me to an excellent doctor who... I, was, I wasn't in his office for two minutes before he sent me to get x-rays. And it wasn't of my neck. It was of my chest and the abdomen. Because he knew what he was looking at. He, he already knew he was looking at Hodgkin's. And I had to argue with the x-ray tech... To say, because, yeah, but your neck is swollen. I'm like, I know my neck is swollen. This is what the fucking doc wants. Just do what the fucking doc wants. All right? Um, when I was swelling up with water, if it wasn't for COVID, even stopping me, I would have gone to a doctor probably about a month earlier. Mm -hmm. But after my experience in the emergency room and the hospital at Elmhurst Hospital, I did not want to repeat of that shit. So I, I put it off, and I put it off, and I put it off. Folks. If you have a medical condition, if you are at risk, if you're not, see a fucking doctor, okay? Especially now that COVID is no longer, uh, it's still there, don't get me wrong, it is still there. 
But there's so many more controls in place yes. inside the medical facilities now. So. Yes, even going to my doctor's appointment today, which is, was quick and informal, they took my temperature. You know, they're taking your temperature to make sure you're not running a fever. you got to wear your mask. Folks, just please, I always say use your common sense to keep yourself and those you love and care about healthy and safe. I mean it. And if you don't keep yourself safe, you can't keep others safe. I mean, we're doing this. It's on 9-11. Mm -hmm. It's been 19 years. Uh, 19 years ago, I was a, uh, I started my day at 7 o'clock in the morning. It's recording this at 10.30 at night. I didn't get home for another two, two, two hours plus. And uh, when I got home, I, I changed my clothes at the doorway of my house. I parked in a fire hydrant. So I wasn't going to look for parking and said, fuck it. And I literally dropped my clothes on my front porch. <clears throat> I called my sister to the door, told her to bring a, a heavy-duty garbage bag. And I drove home in my uniform, by the way. I didn't change. And my PD you changed at the precinct. I did not. I uh, put my uniform in a garbage bag and asked my sister uh, to wash it thoroughly twice with an extra rinse because my dark blues were light gray. All right? Um, not to be graphic, but uh, I, I was spitting out grit for days after that. And, and, and that grit that I swallowed and had in my mouth from uh, my time down there on 9-11 when the towers came down that just wasn't just buildings, that was probably bodies. You know, and you think about it. People's and DNA. People's DNA. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here I am 19 years later, and I'm still paying the price. And I don't regret it at all, don't get me wrong. I don't regret it. I would do the same if you could... Listen, you become a, a public servant, you, you become a first responder. Even those that come and go into that job for, for reasons like, oh, I'm going in for... For the pension, or I'm going into it for the salary, or the time off, or whatever your excuse is. You know what? At crunch time, everybody, you all step up. Even those that I didn't necessarily think would, everybody stood up, and they put their lives at risk to protect others. So, um, before I turn this over to Rach, you know. Think about your first responders, your firemen, your cops, your EMTs. Uh, they're there to keep you and your loved ones protected, safe, healthy. So if you can afford some kind thoughts or prayers for them on a day like today, please do so. Now, I want to do something a little bit less uh, dreary. So, Rach, you uh, did a, a Zoom class today. Yeah, I did a Zoom yoga class. It was a gentle flow class um, with an instructor that I've been going to for for a while. Um, in person. I'm in saying. person, before the... The pandemic? Pandemic struck. And so, you know, um, it was nice to see her and some of the other people who have been more loyal followers. Uh I guess they had started to do some kind of online classes, but I didn't know um, until last week. So um, 
it was a really nice thing to be able to do, like, to be able to take the class, hear the people, you know, that I had been with before, um, visit at the end, you know, um, I was really happy to be able to, to do that. Eric hooked me up with, uh, the junks they had to get it working for the iMac that's going to be my computer for my yoga training, so, um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, we were kind of talking about, um, you know, at the end, how much we really need each other, um, how much it means to have other people going towards the same efforts, so, yeah. You know, and it's nice to have that on a day like today where, um, you know, it's a painful day, I think, for a lot of people. And, you know, uh, one of the things that I did around the time that, um, you know, 9-11 happened was I learned, against my will, I learned acupuncture because I was sent to a um, training by the program that I worked in, they wanted to be able to give uh, acupuncture on the ears to patients that were coming into treatment. And so as, as I was doing that, um, the instructor really liked me and said, oh, you know, I think you're ready to go down to um, serving those who serve. And I was like, oh, what's that? It's like, well, it's, um, something that offers the community that was impacted by 9-11 down um, in Lower Manhattan um, auricular acupuncture and all sorts of alternative um, healing modalities to people so um, that was something that was really nice for me to be able to do and so you know being able to have the comfort of the yoga today was something that was very important for me and so yeah you know we often need comfort and sometimes that comes through service to other people and sometimes it just comes from being with other people so yeah you know uh, folks when we talk about the health of our fellow gamers we're not just talking the physical health we're talking mental emotional you're not in this on your own never think that you are by yourself if you need to and if you want to send uh, a private voicemail you don't want it shared that's fine if you need to send an, an email to tankcars.tavern at gmail.com and you just need somebody to listen I, I'm I'm there I'm, I'm, I understand it I mean in the days after 9-11 they were offering uh, free mental health counseling from uh, professionals in the industry and I had never seen a shrink but I knew I was still having issues I you know thunderstorms I would literally roll out of bed I was sleeping on a futon thank god so it wasn't too high off the floor but I would literally roll out of bed and hit the floor because the thunder reminded me of the sound of the towers coming down in that wall of crap rolling at you and I went to see a shrink. And I still remember talking to the shrink and talking about my experience. And this was probably 
late October. So like a month and a half after it, and I was working six days, seven day weeks, 12, 14, 16 hours a day, and didn't really get a chance to debrief. And I talked about it, and uh, she told me, she's like, well, you know what, I think you needed that. Um, you don't need to come back. I was like, huh? She goes, what you're going through is perfectly normal. Um, and if you have family or friends that you can talk to, you seem to be strong enough that that's enough for you. But just don't hold it in for another six weeks. Talk about it. But you don't need to see a professional. Mm. There are people that will need a professional. But yes. It was good to hear that from a professional. But 19 years later, I still shed tears. I still get choked up. And uh, maybe that's uh, PTSD. I'm sure it is to some extent. It was uh, a, a horrible experience. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I was there to do what needed to get done. I'm, I guess you could say even I, I'm proud of myself that day and I'm proud of the people I worked with for doing what needed to get done. But I wish it on nobody. Nobody should have to experience that. Nobody should have to experience a loss. We lost one of... My game group on that day, a friend of mine since high school, Paul Benedetti. Paul, we miss you. We love you. Only one in his office not to make it out because he was a manager and made sure that everybody else at Aeon got out. Then he stopped to call his wife and say, uh, you know, pour me a glass of scotch. I'm on my way home. It's been one of those days, and that was it. He took too long to get out. And he was there when the first house first got attacked. He was there in 93. He was there in 93. And also took a long time to get out because he, uh, him and another stopped to help a, a partially disabled woman uh-huh. walk down like 60 flights of stairs. So, you know, your heroes aren't all first responders. Your heroes can be the average person in very horrible times stepping up with strength that they don't even know. Folks, we're still in the midst of the pandemic. As I said earlier, Take actions that protect yourself, your loved ones, your family, your friends. As I always say, God bless. I really mean that today. Everybody who lost someone, everybody who survived, everybody who experienced 9-11, even if it's only via the TV. Because you know what? You saw something that nobody should ever have to see in their life. Way outside of human experience. Yep. Trauma. You can't Mm -hmm. compare it to anything else. (sighs) Folks, we, at least me, uh, tomorrow, I'll be back. 
God willing. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. God bless. <laughs>